0: matter the cost. come on now, let me take you across, lakes and rivers, yachts and boats, we could go to Paris, let me show you the lavish, ain't no need to pack, we can shout where we landing, get you well established, upgrading your status, then we hit the Eiffel for dinner when you're famished, we could go to Spain, Barcelona, senorita, I'll show you a un buen, buen momento, and we don't gotta rush a thing, despacito, just wanna spend my time contigo, tigo.
1: Suami to
0: Now. Come on, let me show you all, Take off, no matter the cost. Come on now, Come on. let me take you across. Uh-huh. Lakes and rivers, yachts and boats. Take you on a a cruise to the the carnival, Barbados, crop over yep yeah. or Trinidad, Tobago. We can island hop like we kangaroos. We can go to Jamaica, hit Ocho Rios, yeah. lounge with the locals, eat like the people, hey. island things. One punch in mojito, then watch the sunset from a gazebo.
1: What
0: do I got? What you mean you just got this passport? You only got one stamp in it. Let's change that. Show you off, take off, no matter the cost. Come on now, let me take you across lakes and rivers, yachts and boats. What's good? It's your boy Hollywood here with Hollywood and Friends. We're here every Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern. You already know what it is. Appreciate you for listening, however, you're listening. You're the real one. Be sure to follow me on social media at I Am Hollywood, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Follow our producer, Stacey at Hampton Blue Network on Instagram. BLU is how you spell blue. What up, though? It is July 2nd, and we're halfway through, halfway through this year, and it's flying by. My birthday is less than a month away, and it's lit. It's lit. Nah, but I'm going to tell y'all what we're going to be talking about for today, what I'm going to be talking about for today. If it's your first time tuning in, what we do over here is get into what's hot in these blogs and bring y'all up on game, was going on. And not the most politically correct way all the time, but we get through it. And um, what's hot in the blogs for this week, um, the Supreme Court in a historic decision, basically gutted affirmative action, effectively ending race conscious admission programs at colleges and universities across the United States. What does this mean for us? We're going to chop it up about it. Also, the BET Awards happened last week. And I want to give a little review on it what went down, my thoughts on it. They did a tribute to the 50th anniversary of hip hop, had almost everybody you could think of perform. That part was dope. Um, There's a lot of things happening. Patti LaBelle gave the tribute for uh, Tina Turner and forgot the lyrics, and people was. Going in on her about that. Buster got the lifetime achievement. A lot, a lot of things happen. We're going to get into it in a few minutes. Also, what else hot in these blogs? Angela Bassett is finally going to receive her Oscar. It's an honorary Oscar, but I guess an Oscar is an Oscar. A win is a win. A win is a win. That's what we're saying. But we're going to talk about it. Also, um, all charges have been dropped for this mom and her 14 year old son. If you haven't heard this story, this happened in Chicago where this video went viral, so you've probably seen it where the mom was having an argument with some guy in like some kind of like fast food restaurant, and then the guy ultimately ended up like hitting the mom, assaulting her, like just punching her like she was a dude. And the son, fourteen years old, had a gun on him, the mom's gun from in the car, and he he shot the dude, ultimately killing him. And they were initially charged with murder. But all charges have been dropped. We're going to talk about it. We got what blows my a little later in the show. We're going to kick it off how we always do. And that's with the question of the day. This um today's this week's question of the day. What is your favorite trait about yourself? What is your favorite trait about yourself? Um for me personally i i think this falls in that is um my patience i i i really um practice i got some good i got some good patience like i really be just like chilling and and letting things do what they do um and many different situations in life, even if it's like just traffic or somebody walking slow down the street, any any little thing. But that's one thing that I I would say is my um favorite trait about myself is the amount of patience that I have. Because some people I know don't have any or is very very small amount to where all right, now, wrap this up. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to see if we get some responses for the question of the day throughout the show. But in the meantime, in between time, we're going to get into what's hot in these blogs. And we're going to kick it off with this Supreme Court decision on and then affirmative action in these colleges so this started out with it was a a group of uh, students i believe they were predominantly asian students who were feeling a way that these schools and particularly named in the lawsuit was um harvard and the university of uh north carolina and they were feeling like they wasn't getting a fair shot to get into these schools because of affirmative action and they felt that the slots were going to people that look like me the black kids and it took they took it to the supreme court and on thursday the supreme court six to three decision which isn't that surprising if you look at the supreme court it's majority conservative but a six three decision they voted to end race-conscious admission programs at colleges and universities across the country. And the decision divided along ideological lines, the six justice conservative supermajority invalidated admission programs at Harvard and the University of North Carolina. The, the decision reverses decades of precedent upheld over the years by narrow Supreme Court majorities because this has been brought up before, but it never actually went through in this way for them to vote it out. Um, it ends the abilities of colleges and universities, public and private, to do what most say they still need to do, and that is consider race as one of the many factors in deciding which qualified applicants is to be admitted. Um, yikes is all I'm gonna say my first my my gripes with this is for the people who are feeling like they would have slots if it wasn't for affirmative action to me that's like y'all saying that the black kids only getting in these schools because of their race I'm sure they are very qualified at the same time To be admitted, they're not just admitting somebody solely because of their race and their grades look like shit. Like, these students deserve to be in there the same way you deserve to be in there. And the reason why affirmative action was even put into place is because of discrimination. Y'all acting like discrimination don't happen when overqualified Black students were getting looked over because of the color of their skin.
2: And now that could basically happen again. That's what blows mind about this whole thing. Cause
0: y'all acting like these kids are just like schlubs who got a 0.5 GPA or something like, getting admitted just because they black. Like, nah, it's, it's, it's wild. Um, So the majority who voted Against this, um, they um, wrote about it and said many many universities have for too long concluded wrongly that the touchstone of an individual's identity is not challenges bested, skills built, or lessons learned, but the color of their skin. Um, Justice Clarence Thomas, who blows my just from looking at him alone because this man who benefited from affirmative affirmative action himself got the audacity to be fighting against it for as many years as, as he has been fighting against it and he finally succeeded it's like what's what's really good how you could admittedly say you benefited from something but try to strike it down ever since like it's like i'm closing this door behind me i i got in i benefited i benefited off of it f
2: f y'all like what in the coon behavior is this Someone pointed out white women are
0: actually the biggest beneficiaries of affirmative action. Wow.
2: That is the irony that is often discussed. It's crazy. Now, on the opposing side, um, for the three
0: who voted against it, one of them said it feels tragic um someone said uh sotomayor said the court subverts the constitutional guarantee of equal protection by further entrenching racial inequality in education the very foundation of our democratic government and pluralistic society justice katanji brown who's the latest justice up there and the first black female justice chimed in by saying, with let them eat cake obliviousness, today the majority pulls the ripcord and announces colorblindness for all by legal fiat. But demon race irrelevant in law does not make it so in life. And now there's been places that have already, in a sense, done away with affirmative action. N-Y-U, for instance, there was an N-Y-U law professor, Melissa Murray, she was the, actually, no, not N-Y-U, my fault, it was the University of California, Berkeley. She was the acting dean at the University of California, Berkeley in 2016 and 2017, and when a state referendum barred the use of race in college admission decisions, she said there was an immediate drop off in the number of African American students.
2: and and to be fair i'll say this i'll add
0: this that some was due to the fact that they are no longer including race and some was because students just were like if y'all moving like that we don't even want to go there so we're not even applying but we can't ignore the fact that this is going to have a major impact on what students get admitted these people acting like discrimination don't exist like y'all, y'all should be thinking about what's the reason why affirmative action was even
2: put into place in the first place. I was reading today how
0: um, Harvard and uh, UNC how they choose their students um, it was interesting to learn how to process even go, Harvard and um, UNC being two of the oldest institutions of higher learning in the United States. So we all know every year, tens of thousands of students apply to each school. And only a small percentage are actually accepted. Um, Both Harvard and UNC employ a highly selective admission process to make the decision. This is what I just learned today. So admissions to each school can depend on the student's grades recommendation letters, or extracurricular involvement. It can also depend on their race. Um, At Harvard, each applicant for admissions is initially screened by a first reader, what they call, who assigns a numerical score in each of six categories, academic, extracurricular, athletic, school support, personal, and overall. Now, for the overall category, a composition of a composite, excuse me, of five other ratings. Um, A first reader can and does consider the applicant's race. Harvard's admission subcommittees then review all applicants from a particular (laughs) geographic area. Uh, These regional subcommittees, make recommendations to the full admissions committee and they take an applicant's race into account and then the 40-member full admissions committee begins the deliberations and they discuss the relative breakdowns of each applicant by race Uh, the goal of the process according to harvard's director of admissions is ensuring there is no dramatic drop-off in minority admissions from the prior class is a whole situation that goes into
2: choosing who gets admitted and race should definitely
0: play a part in that for reasons to just have fair and equal a balance if you will cuz There are qualified students from every race, but if the majority that's getting admitted don't look like me, and not for no reason, not because my grades or anything like that, it's like, what's up? I'm reading Harvard and other Ivy League schools have similar demographics as UC Berkeley. UC Berkeley's undergraduate population is made of 42.2% Asian, 19.7% white, 4.4% black and 21% Hispanic students as of
2: 2020. They will have similar demographics as UC Berkeley. but yeah i think it's it's kinda is is nuts
0: to me um but this is just one of the many things that this unbalanced supreme court will have on the table to vote against it's not the first thing and it's not going to be the last and is i don't know i've said this before regarding the supreme court and i feel like it should be where the supreme court should there shouldn't be no conservatives liberals i mean people gonna have their views or whatever but at the highest court in the land these people need to be as neutral as possible like or if or if you're not gonna have them be neutral have it an even balance And not have it where a a Jack fake president, unqualified president can play chess and put who he want in these seats just for reasons like this.
2: Like, it should be even balance. Like, People go to the Supreme Court
0: when they, when all other courts fail or just like, that's like the end all, going to the Supreme Court. And with it being unbalanced like this, it is
2: unfair, for lack of a better word. Super unfair. (sighs) <sighs> now we see why voting is important. Absolutely. Um, But fast shouts to the HBCUs, though, across the country.
0: And as a Black person, if I was some years ago and attending school i would want to choose
2: an hbcu anyway like f f f all the rest like yeah i get it it's harvard or whatever like but nah give me howard me Hampton but we'll see how this plays out
0: but welcome to 2023 Uh, let's move on what else we got Uh, the BT Awards happened last week and They was bigging up this whole 50th anniversary of hip-hop tribute that was going to be going down, and I will say they did not disappoint. One aspect that did disappoint, though, was the audience. Like, what was up with the crowd? First of all, the mood felt different this year for some reason. I don't know what it was, it felt like the executives had the night off and they let the interns run the show. Cause it just felt different. I don't know. It felt like, I don't know if it's cause of the writer's strike or the awards losing their mojo. I'm not sure what it is, but it was a lot of the, I guess the newer generation of artists. There were some people that we know in terms of, um, that was in the audience I'm talking about not the ones that was like performing and stuff but it was like the front row we're used to seeing the the A's of the A's right like and now it was like who are these people <laughs> but and the, also the, the the just the vibe of the the crowd was real whack like y'all got these legends performing in front of y'all and they cut to the crowd and a lot of times you see these new artists in their phone head down in their phone like have some respect (laughs) what's like how does this not move you i guess it's a different generation so they don't really get it they're young like but It took a lot for this crowd to stand up at times. Like, I was watching from home, and I was going in. I was losing my mind in the living room. Like, yo, this is lit. Like, and then it cut to the audience, and this person got their head down and their phone. Like, bruh. Somebody called them Generation Ignacy. (laughs) I was like, damn, y'all don't even understand what's going on right now. But nonetheless, the performances, did were needed to be done. There was a few people who I was like, I was surprised that they weren't there. I was surprised to not see Outkast as a part of the um tribute. I was surprised not to see Lil' Kim, Diddy, like that whole bad boy situation. um. Jay-Z, I know I wasn't going to see him, right? (laughs) And besides, he's on tour with B right now. It's like a whole family affair happening over there. Um, Eminem wasn't there. I mean, he's hip-hop. He's a part of the 50-year situation. Um, Who else? It was a, a... Dr. Dre. It was a lot of people who was missing. And I get it. 50 years, right? It's a lot. You can't really put everybody, but it was a lot of people who had real moments for the culture of hip hop that wasn't a part of it. And I don't know if they reached out and they just opted out. If they cost too much. I don't know if you get paid for performing at the BET Awards. Maybe I'll find out one day. But it's like, I was looking for a lot of people but overall I wasn't disappointed in who they did have. Like they really went from like the t- start of it like to now. Um Buster Rhymes got a lifetime achievement award long overdue. Buster is one of the icons in hip hop like super influential. Definitely influenced me as an artist. He's one of the ones His performance even killed it, bodied it. Uh, What else went down at the BET Awards? The Migos reunited. It was the first time Quavo and Offset were on stage together since the passing of takeoff. They had their little fake beef situation happening. And then a picture surfaced like probably two weeks ago. And that was like the first time we've seen them even talking to each other in this picture. And then here they are. A surprise performance on the BT Awards. That was definitely a highlight of the night. It was dope because life is too short. We don't know exactly what had them beefing, but it was good to see them back together. And I don't know what this means for the future of Migos. Like, does this mean another album is gonna be coming? Did they just put their differences aside for the night and on a takeoff? Like, we don't know, but we'll see. They both still putting out um, solo music at the moment, but it's it's proof that the Migos still could go on. What else? Uh, Patty Labelle uh, had a tribute. Gave the tribute for Tina Turner, the late great Tina Turner, and she performed uh, simply the best. And it wasn't the best <laughs> for Patty. Patty, I don't know if it was the prompter. I don't know if the prompter had the lyrics and she just couldn't see them or if the prompter was off altogether because we know it's the writer's strike. So maybe they didn't even have the words up there on the prompt at all. But Patty LaBelle needed to see them lyrics, and I don't blame her. Patti LaBelle is 70-some-odd years old. She got her own extensive catalog to remember many, many lyrics for. We can't knock her for not knowing the lyrics to Tina Turner, Simply the Best. Like, she needed that prompter. I even think, I don't know if I could be wrong, but I think Patti used the prompter even for her own songs. A lot of artists do that. And so I don't know who dropped the ball. I blame BET. I'm going to just, I'ma, Patty, I got your back. I'm going to just blame BET. They should have put the lyrics up on the prompter. And if they were on the prompter, they should have made them big enough so Aunt Patty could read them. Stop trying to play my aunt like that. <laughs> nah. But um, so I'm reading now. Apparently, people were blocking the prompter. There's a video of people. Um, they were standing up, getting getting hyped for Patty, I guess, and blocked the prompter. But <sighs> somebody where's where's the producers? The producers should have when they heard Patty say, I can't see the lyrics, y'all. I'm trying, I'm trying here. They should have looked over there and was like, Hey, 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 clear the way. But she got through it. She got through it in true patty fashion. She did her ad libs where the verses should have been. And hey, the hook was hooking. She got the hook right. I ain't mad, I am mad, I ain't mad. People was going in though, because social media is going to social media. The internet is going internet. And um, they was going in, but we don't care. Patty LaBelle actually said she had a cold at the time, I couldn't tell, you look great, you sounded good, you just didn't have the lyrics.
2: But she said she had a cold during the time. And, hey, Patty, oh, I don't know what's happening
0: right now. (laughs) Patty said, I had a cold, but whatever, I had, I was giving it up for Patty I mean, I was giving it up for Tina Turner. I love her and I did my best, is what uh Patty said. Shout out to you, Patty. You you did you did you did what needed to be done. And, and despite what was going down, you got through it. And yeah, that's what it is. But that was the BT Awards. Uh we'll see what happens. Um next year (laughs) um moving on what else we got let's talk about angela bassett and her receiving this honorary oscar and how do we feel about this like if you angela as we know should have been received an oscar she, they play her twice now. They played in her face twice. Once for what's love got to do with it. She should have got that. And now this, this year for Wakanda Forever. She was the top contender leading up to the Oscar. She's won every other award leading up to it for best. Um, I forget what it was. Best support or best actress. I don't know one of them she's won everyone leading up to it and then oscars come and they played her they played in her face and you've seen it because she didn't even clap when the person who won won and she was she was feeling how we all was feeling because we all was rooting for her we thought she had it in the bag and then they was like uh-uh so i say all that to say she been deserving of an Oscar and now enter the honorary Oscar. Angela Bassett, along with, I think it's four other actors are going to receive this. Um, it's a humanitarian award, but it's technically an Oscar. It's it's actually an Oscar. And she's going to get this. Are, as Angela Bassett, Are you
2: are you happy? Like, do you feel like this'll do? Um,
0: Do you feel like it's just a pity award? Like, how do you feel as Angela Bassett getting a phone call that you're going to get this honorary Oscar? I don't know if I would be, I would be grateful, like, okay, thanks, but I don't know if I would be so happy.
2: Especially since y'all played in my face twice. In front of the world. <sighs> um...
0: A listener said when she lost the SAG, they knew the Oscar was up in the air. Spike Lee apparently got this award, this honorary Oscar, and then won an Oscar a year or so later on. The Gene Hursault Humanitarian Awards. Angela Bassett is one of them. She's going to receive... Um, One of the recipients, she's going to receive it at the 14th annual set of ceremony It's happening on November 14th. The Academy president Janet Yang said in a statement, the Academy's Board of Governors is thrilled to honor four trailblazers who have transformed the film industry and inspired generations of filmmakers and movie fans across her decades long career. Angela Bassett has continued to deliver transcendent performances that set new standards in acting. I mean, congratulations. I think it's about damn time. I mean, it will qualify if she was to be going for EGOT status. It would qualify in that regard to be the O for Oscar. But
2: overall... I would fill away. I would fill away. I would fill away. Let me know what y'all think. I would fill away.
0: but congratulations to Angela Bassett is long overdue. You do now have an Oscar,
2: even though it's a honorary one. but Moving on,
0: Um, last but not least, what's hot in these blogs for this week, I want to talk about the mom and son who got all of the charges dropped, and it's a round of applause. I, I, I was happy to hear that the charges were dropped because after seeing this video, if you haven't seen it yet. Um, This mom, uh, Kalisha Hood, and her 14-year-old son, who they haven't uh, released his name or anything, but in Chicago, she was in, like, a restaurant. It looks similar to, like, a Chinese restaurant-type situation, you know, when you stand up by the window or whatever. We don't know what led up to the argument, but in the video that has gone viral, you just see them arguing, her and a man and he's going in, they going back and forth. And he says something like say something else again and I'm going to knock you out. And she's still talking and he swings and he continues to swing. This is a woman. This is someone's mother. This is someone's sister. This is someone's daughter. Like, and he's just swinging like he's boxing Floyd Mayweather. And her son, who's standing at the door of the restaurant, he has his mom's gun, who she she's registered, um, licensed to carry. He's fourteen years old. It's not like he's some grown man who could square up with this guy. He probably would have low key got beat up too himself. He felt he had no choice but to fire shots. And I feel I would have done the same thing in his shoes. And I feel like anybody would have. You're not going to stand there and let some grown ass man punch on your mom and not do nothing about it. And if you're too small to feel like you could square up with this dude yourself, you're going to do something about it. You're going to pick up something. You're going to do something. In his case, he had a weapon and he fired shots ultimately killing the dude and him and his mom were both charged with murder initially but after the prosecutors reviewed the video they understood the same way I understood and many other people understood He got that man got what he deserved. Honestly, I'm just saying. And the prosecutors released a statement. They said, based upon our continued review and in light of emergent evidence, today the Cook County State Attorney's Office has moved to dismiss the charges against Kalisha Hood and her 14-year-old son. Based upon the facts, evidence and the law, we are unable to meet our burden of proof in the
2: prosecution of these cases. And I support that decision.
0: Cause he was just the, he was defending his mom. This boy, the mom or him, they don't have no type of criminal record or nothing like that. She has a license to carry this gun. He's, I believe, I read he was like an honor roll student, like he's a good kid, standing there watching some man punch on his mom.
2: So I'm happy the charges were dropped. And. Let this be a lesson, though, right? Because like something was really wrong with dude because it's like,
0: for one, she wasn't even, from what I could see, she wasn't even saying nothing so crazy, let alone she didn't not once put her hands, raise her hands to him, push him, touch him, nothing like that. And you pouncing on this woman like,
2: and he got two daughters, like you want somebody punching on your daughters like that? Like, come on, <clears throat> so um, for clarity,
0: speaking when I spoke about the um the honorary Oscar situation with Angela Basket, just to clarify a little more, the honorary award is to honor extraordinary distinction and lifetime achievement exceptional contributions to the state of motion picture arts and sciences, sciences or outstanding
2: service to the academy. I still, still doesn't change the way I feel, but. Congrats again
0: to Ms. Bassett and the other um, actors who are getting this honorary award um, in November.
2: And for the record, she was, is officially an Oscar winner. Officially. But that concludes with hiding these blogs. Um,
0: see if I got any more responses to the question of the day. And we're gonna get ready to get into what blows mind. What blows mind is the part of the show we say we can under our skin, what irks our nerves. What's that one thing people do that just have you
2: like, bruh? Really? Um, what blows mind for this week? What blows
0: mind? Um, so I spoke earlier about the Supreme Court. Um, and the affirmative action thing and what blows my about it other than the overall everything about it blows my mind, but your man's 45 trying to take credit for this overturning of this affirmative action like like, if you'll go sit your down somewhere and be happy that you're even in the running for that office again, like, you ain't how much hot water? Taking credit for something. Like, I mean, I guess you put these people in there. You handpick these people for this reason. So I guess, but knock it off. He just want to try to make himself look good for the campaign. Like, see, guys, for all of the ones that think like him and who
2: don't want us to succeed in that way, want them to give him a pat on the back for this. Like, get the...
0: Uh, But that's all I got. That's all I got for what blows my mind this week. I'm gonna get ready to wrap this thing on up. Uh, Appreciate you listening, however you're listening. In the meantime, be sure to follow us on social media at Hollywood and Friends on Instagram. If you're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Hollywood and Friends Radio. Follow me, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at IamHollywood. Follow our producer, Stacey, at Hampton Blue Network on Instagram. BLU is how you spell blue and YouTube.com slash Hampton Blue. That's it. Go and get ready to get up out of here. Appreciate you for listening. However you're listening. Be safe. See you all next week. Your big night, you have been waiting for this You got your dress picked, your shoes right Your jewelry flawless, new names in your call list. Thought I'd never know all this Took a risk just to play that role Must have took a whole lot of courage Damn, sure know how to work a room Baby, ooh, you a star Then make it home right for dinner time Where'd you study at, Juilliard? You so gifted, no audition Must be chasing after the fame Well, the stage is set and the winner is Look, they called your name Congratulations, you played yourself Congratulations, you played yourself Congratulations, you played yourself Congratulations, you played yourself Don't be so shocked now, you earned it can't even speak, you so nervous Had your speech ready, your girl set The back you like a chorus chorus, Alibis, just a noble lie Ain't no need to apologize Go ahead baby, accept that shit And look, this whole thing's televised Just so thankful I'm just so thankful you done got caught, got caught. For that jewelry maker was caught Cue huh. that rapper music, cut a short No audition, you so gifted Heard you chasing after the fame Well the stage is set and the winner is Look, they called your name it's crazy. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations.